This probably comes as no surprise to you, but the IRS actually rejects more offers in compromise than it accepts. According to a report by the IRS Taxpayer Advocate Service, the IRS accepts approximately 44% of offers in compromise submitted on behalf of individuals and rejects 56%. That said, if you follow the steps in this video, you will certainly increase your odds of having your offer in compromise approved. So here they are. Step one, make sure you meet the basic offer in compromise requirements. Before the IRS will even look at your offer in compromise to either accept it or reject it, they will first check to make sure that you have met the three preliminary requirements. Number one, you must have filed all of your tax returns for the past six years to the extent required. This means that you may have to file some back tax returns if you've gotten behind on your filing requirements. Number two, you must be current on your estimated taxes or withholding for the current tax year. Number three, you must not currently be in bankruptcy. So make sure you meet these requirements before submitting your offer in compromise. Number two, make sure you're submitting the right kind of offer in compromise. There are three different kinds of offers in compromise, and it's important that you submit the right one. The first kind of offer in compromise is the doubt is to collectability offer in compromise. With this kind of offer in compromise, you're making a case to the IRS that based on your current financial situation, you cannot afford to pay what you owe them. This is the most common kind of offer in compromise submitted. This kind of offer in compromise is submitting using Form 656 and Form 433A OIC. The second kind of offer in compromise is the doubt as to liability offer in compromise. With this kind of offer in compromise, you're making a case to the IRS that you don't actually owe what they think you owe them. This kind of offer in compromise is submitted using Form 656L. The third kind of offer is the effective tax administration offer in compromise. With this kind of offer in compromise, you're making a case to the IRS that even though you can pay what you owe them, you shouldn't have to on grounds of public policy, equity, and or economic hardship. This kind of offer in compromise is submitted using Form 656 and Form 433A OIC. If you'd like to go a little bit more in depth on the different kinds of offers in compromise, be sure to check out my video on offer in compromise basics. A link to that video is at the top of the screen and in the description below. Number three, time your offer smart. There are multiple timing issues that come into play when it comes to maximizing your odds of your offer in compromise being accepted. I'm going to go into two of those issues here. There are more. I can't get into all of them in this video, but here are two of the more common considerations to make with respect to offer timing. First, consider dissipated assets. What does this mean? I'll explain. So something the IRS carefully considers when reviewing offers of compromise is whether or not the taxpayer has dissipated any assets in the three years preceding the submission of the offer in compromise. If you know how the offer in compromise math works, link to my hour long training on that right up here and in the description below, you know there are two components to a taxpayer's offer amount. There's the income component and there's the asset component. So naturally, some slick taxpayers think that it's uh, pretty cute for them to, I don't know, transfer an asset or two, such as maybe a home here, a home there, to somebody else, usually a close family member, in order to reduce 
the asset component of their offering compromise calculation. That is considered a dissipated asset. Other examples of dissipated assets from the IRS's perspective are selling some stock to pay for a vacation or refinancing your home to pay for your child's wedding or something like that. Because the IRS believes that before you paid for that vacation and before you paid for your child's wedding, you should have paid them first, the IRS. So if you've done anything that might not pass that dissipated asset sniff test of an IRS offer examiner, consider waiting to submit your offer until three years have passed from the potential dissipation event before putting together your offer. Another timing consideration here has to do with your collection statute expiration date, also known as your CSET. This is the date when your tax debt drops off. It's generally 10 years from the date of assessment of a tax, though that 10 year period could be extended or told possibly due to various events. But if you show positive income, on your form 433-AOIC. That's the form you have to submit in your offering compromise package along with form 656 and all your documentation and all that. If you show positive income on your form 433-AOIC, the IRS could argue that you could simply pay that amount to them every month in an installment agreement until your tax debt falls off due to the CSED or CSEDs. This is the case even if the offer math based on your reasonable collection potential makes sense according to the form 433-AOIC. If you don't know what reasonable collection potential is, watch my video on the offer and compromise math. It is the most in-depth thing you will find about how offer and compromise calculations work. Link to that video is at the bottom of the screen. And at Choice Tax Relief, we've seen this happen time and time again. The IRS offer examiner will simply say that it is not in the best interest of the government to accept the taxpayer's offer in compromise and that the only resolution they will accept is an installment agreement in the amount of their positive monthly income as calculated on Form 433A OIC. But the closer you are to your CSED, that's the date your tax debt drops off, the less the IRS would get an installment agreement in the amount of your positive income on your Form 433A OIC on a monthly basis. So that's the play sometimes, okay? Sometimes the play is to delay the submission of your offer and compromise, maybe get in CNC, current non-collectible status, to get a temporary stay in forced collection activities, and then wait until you get closer to that CSED or those CSEDs if you have multiple tax years at play to submit your offer. This stuff can get complicated. There is strategy here. It's, it's not just, you know, putting numbers on forms like a monkey. If you want to talk to us about your tax situation and see what we can possibly do for you, go to choicetaxrelief.com, fill out the form there, or give us a call at 866-8000-TAX at 866-8000-829. All right, step number four, do the form 433A OIC carefully. Many taxpayers who submit their own offer and compromise make the mistake of filling out the form 433A OIC haphazardly. They look at it and they think it's fairly self-explanatory, but the IRS actually has special rules pertain to how you calculate the amounts you input on the Form 433-A OIC. If you don't follow these rules, the IRS may simply reject your offer and compromise. And if you don't know how to use these rules to your advantage, sure, your offer may be accepted, but it may be far too high because you didn't use the IRS's own rules to your advantage, meaning you left thousands or potentially tens or hundreds of thousands of dollars on the table. For an in-depth look at what these rules are, please watch my video on the offer and compromise math. Link to that video is in the description below. 
Step five, consider making financial moves to make yourself a better offering compromise candidate. You may work through the Forum 433 AOIC and discover that you actually aren't a very strong offering compromise candidate or that the offering compromise you qualify for is too high. In this case, there may be some things you can do to make yourself a better offering compromise candidate and simultaneously put yourself in a better financial situation. There are countless examples of such strategies, but one thing you can do is use any excess cash you have to pay down loans on assets that don't have equity for offer and compromise purposes, okay? And there's a limit to how much you can do this. I'm gonna explain it with an example. Let's say you have $10,000 in the bank and your monthly living expenses are $4,000 per month, okay? You get an exclusion of $1,000 of cash in the bank per internal revenue manual. So in this case, your usable cash for offering compromise purposes is a 10,000 less the 4,000 month living expenses less the 1,000 exclusion, so $5,000. You would have to include this amount in your offering compromise. However, let's say that you have a car that's worth $20,000 and you owe $18,000 on it. For offering compromise purposes, you have no includable equity in this vehicle. And that's because you get to multiply the fair market value of the vehicle by 80%, 20,000 times 80% is $16,000. And from that, you can subtract the loan balance of $18,000, which gets you to negative $2,000. And from that, you can subtract 3,450, which is just an amount the IRS gives you. It's right there in the form 433AOIC. Now you're at a negative 5,450. Now, you cannot report negative assets on your form 433AOIC. It doesn't work that way. As is, you just report this vehicle as having no equity for offer and compromise purposes. However, because we did the math there, we know that you could pay down this vehicle by up to $5,450 and you could still report zero equity in it for offer and compromise purposes. So if you have 10,000 in the bank, right? And of that 10,000, $5,000 would be counted towards your offer and compromise based on the math I did a couple minutes ago. Why not take that $5,000 and instead of giving it to the IRS as part of your offer and compromise, why not put it towards your car loan? If you did that, let's do the math here. So you now have zero cash, right? You have zero includable cash for offering compromise purposes. And you now have a car that is worth $20,000 that you owe 13,000 on because you, you did owe 18, but you put 5,000 into it. Now you only owe 13. So now let's do the vehicle math. $20,000 times 80% is 16,000. Subtract the $13,000 loan, you get 3,000, which gets zeroed out by the 3,450 exclusion the IRS gives you for your vehicle. That's just one example of how you can make money moves to make you a better offering compromise candidate and in fact, reduce your offering compromise amount. These are the things our clients pay us to calculate and figure out for them. If you'd like to talk to us about your tax situation, give us a call 866-8000-TAX, 866-8000-829 or visit choicetaxrelief.com. Step six, understand the form 656. While form 433-AOIC is used to calculate your offer and compromise amount, form 656 is the actual contract between you and the government to settle your tax debt. It is vitally important that you read and understand the form 656 just like you would any other contract. For example, here are some things stated in Form 656 that catch some taxpayers off guard because they simply didn't read the form itself. First thing, unless you designate how you want your offer in compromise payments to be applied with respect to which tax year, the IRS will apply them in the best interest of the government, which usually means they'll apply it to the oldest year first because the oldest year generally has the closest CSED to today's date, meaning it will be the first one to drop off. This will generally only matter if your offer in compromise is rejected, but it's still important to keep in mind and always plan for plan B. Number two, if a taxpayer accidentally pays
pays the IRS more than the accepted offer and compromise amount, the IRS will not return that money, but will apply it to the taxpayer's debt. Another thing in here, number three, the IRS has the right to contact third parties in their consideration and review of an offer and compromise. Those are just examples. I do intend to go over the Form 656 in its entirety in another video. But if you're submitting your own offer and compromise, just read the darn thing, right? You don't wanna sign a contract that you haven't read, okay? Step seven, include all required documentation and payments in your offer and compromise package that you send the government. In other words, be sure to submit a complete offer package to the IRS. This includes your signed form 433A OIC, your signed form 66, a complete copy of any tax return filed within the 12 week period before you're submitting your offer, copies of your most recent pay stubs, copies of your most recent investment and retirement accounts, copies of three months worth of personal bank statements, copies of six months worth of business bank statements, copies of any statements from lenders, copies of court orders proving the amount of child support or alimony payments claimed in your offer. Don't forget the payments you have to make along with your offer. First thing is a check or money order made payable to United States Treasury for your initial offer and compromise payment. You don't have to submit this if you qualify for low income certification, but you want to include a separate check or money order made payable to United States Treasury for your $205 application fee unless you qualify for low income certification. Step eight, mail your offer package to the right place. There are two IRS facilities that process offers in compromise. One is in Memphis, Tennessee, and the other is in Holtzville. New York and the one you send it to depends on where you live. The table you can see on screen here shows you the exact address where you should submit your offer in compromise application package. So for example, if you live in California, you would send your offer package to the Memphis, Tennessee centralized offer in compromise unit at the address you can see on the screen here. But on the other hand, if you live in Florida, you would send your offer package to the Brookhaven centralized offer in compromise unit in Holtzville, New York at that address. Step nine, reply promptly to the IRS. After you submit your offer in compromise, you will have to wait some time currently between seven and 12 months, though it could be longer. Be sure to watch my video on how long an offer and compromise takes to learn why it could take longer. But for the typical offer and compromise, it's about a seven to 12 month process. However, once the IRS reviews your offer, chances are pretty good that they will have some questions for you about it. And it's vitally important that you respond to IRS inquiries accurately and timely. If you truly qualify for an offer and compromise, and if you submitted it correctly, and if you comply with the IRS's request in consideration for your offer, hey, chances are very, very good that your offer and compromise will be accepted and you have nothing to hide. Finally, step 10, yes, this is a little self-serving, consider hiring a tax professional. Obviously, as the owner of Choice Tax Relief, I have an interest in helping taxpayers file their offers in compromise since that's my, my business, right? But I'm not saying this just in self-interest. Every week, we talk to taxpayers who try to submit an offer and compromise to the IRS on their own, only to have it rejected after months and months of waiting. And of course, during that time, the IRS's 10-year clock to collect their debt actually got extended as well, which could put them in a slightly worse position the second time around. I'm not saying you can't do it yourself. Some people have, but I'm just saying just from experience, I've seen people try to do it themselves and they got it wrong. So if you'd like to talk to someone on my team, you can do that by filling out the form at choicetaxrelief.com or by calling 866-8000-TAX. That's 866-8000-829. I have some other tax relief videos here on the left-hand side of the screen for you to watch if you haven't already. I also have a free ebook download for you, Seven Secrets the IRS Doesn't Want You to Know About Your Tax Debt. You can get that by clicking right down here. You can also call us 866-8000-829. See you in the next video, folks. Bye-bye.